ladies, please join us for the Women's Life Rally. This is all about Oklahoma women raising funds for missions. So it's a, it's a very important thing that we're going to do. But there is a Life Rally in Stillwater for us on Friday, January 21st. The deadline to sign up in the lobby here is January 19th. And there will not be childcare because we will be going out of town to Stillwater. And it is at the Calvary AG Church. The cost is $10. It's gonna be a lot of fun with a lot of great women. There will be prizes and all kinds of things. Um, the speaker is Pam King, which I know her. She's an amazing woman, so you're not going to wanna to miss this. Sign up now, please.
Good morning, PCA. On your feet. We're so glad to see you here this morning in this very cold, cold morning. <laughs> but you know what? We're getting ready to really warm it up in here, amen? Our God is good, and He is worthy of every bit of the glory and the honor. The Bible says that the Lord is spirit. He is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so we just are going to have freedom to worship our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength this morning. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We bless you. And we are going to worship you this morning. I want to touch your heart in a way, hopefully, that I haven't before. You are good, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here we go. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let the power of the Holy Ghost take control. There's a hurricane in the forecast, and the wind is starting to blow. It's the power, power, power of the Holy Ghost. Sing it again. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Come on and let it flow. Let it flow. The power of the Holy Ghost take control. There's a hurricane in the forecast, and the wind is starting to blow. It's the power, power, power of the Holy Ghost. Send it on down, Lord, yes. Send the rain down, Lord, like you said you would. Send it on down. Like you said you would, send it on down. Send the rain down, Lord. Like you said you would, send it on down. Send the rain down, Lord. Like a mighty flood. Let it flow, yeah. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let the power of the Holy Ghost. There's a hurricane in the forecast, and the wind is starting to blow. It's the power, power, power of the Holy Ghost. Send your rain down, Lord, oh yes. Send the rain down, Lord, like you said you would. Send it on down. Send the rain down, Lord, like you said you would. Send it on down, send the rain down, Lord, like you said you would. Send it on down, send the rain down, Lord, like a mighty flood. Oh, yes. Let it flow, Lord, let it flow. Come on and let it flow, let it flow. Let the power of the Holy Ghost take control. And the wind is starting to blow. It's the power, power, power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, let it flow. 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 Let the power of the Holy Ghost take control. Yes, there's a hurricane in the forecast. 
the power, power, power of the Holy Ghost. Sing that one more time, yes. It's the power, power, power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. You are welcome in this place. You are welcome in this place. Welcome him into everything. Lord, we just welcome you. You know, I didn't know that it was going to be so windy when I planned this song last week. <laughs> How appropriate. <laughs> it has been windy, windy, windy. You know, the Bible says that our God, he's going to reign forever and ever. It says that he is the king who's going to reign forever. And I just am so grateful for who he is and all he's done. Amen. Let's just worship him. Oh, Yours, yes, it is. Yours 
beautiful and awesome God. You deserve every bit of the praise. Every hallelujah is his, amen. Every hallelujah is yours, God. Every hallelujah is yours. The Bible says shout hallelujah because he is so good. He is so good. His mercy endures forever. He's with us through everything, watching over us, guarding us, guiding us. Thank you, Lord, for salvation and for who you are and everything you've done. I love you, Lord. We are going to praise you. We will not be silent. We will not be silent. Hallelujah. 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 Give him a shout. Hallelujah. I want to hear it. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. 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 I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. They cannot compare to our God. Amen. I raise a hallelujah louder than the unbelief. Hallelujah. I raise a Sing it. I raise a hallelujah. I love this line. Thank you, Lord. Heaven comes to fight for me. Hallelujah. Let's sing it. I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm. Louder and louder, you're gonna hear my praises roar. Sing a little louder. 
Sing a little louder, yeah. Sing a little louder. Sing a little louder. In the presence of my enemies. Sing a little louder. Louder than the unbelief. Sing a little louder. My weapon is a melody. everything to the Lord. Now is the perfect time to do so. He's got such great things in store for you, and the Holy Spirit is right here to be with you. Thank you, Lord. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living Taste it and see 
of the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone thank you your presence Lord we welcome you
and every one of us we each need to experience the Holy Spirit let me become more aware of your presence let me experience the glory of your goodness let me become more aware of your just singing these songs today and it's not touching your heart ask the Lord Lord help me to really get why I'm doing this help me to understand that this is praise and worship to you open your heart up to him there's nothing like being in his presence such peace and hope and joy healing Sure enough. 
pray that everyone in this place has opened up their hearts completely to you today and felt the awesome presence like I did. You are beautiful, Lord. You are beautiful, Lord, and I pray, I pray that everyone here knows you and that if they do not know you, they will not leave this place without you. You are the most awesome thing in my life, the most awesome person and God in my life. And I just want everyone to have you and for you to have them and hold them in the palm of your hand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just so appreciate you showing up. You're right in this room with us and I, I just love you. I adore you. Lord, I pray that you'll have your way in our lives today. I pray that every heart is totally wide open to you and going to be listening and just grabbing on to everything that you speak into our lives today. I pray that the rest of the service will just be as sweet as this time with you has been and that the word that Pastor brings will just change us all. I thank you, Lord. You are beautiful and you are awesome. Amen, amen, amen. He's good, right? He's good. He's good. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Yeah. Go ahead. Give him a shout. Tell him how much you love him. You are beautiful, God. You are beautiful and awesome and worthy. 
All right, we're going to give you, those who want to, an opportunity to greet each other. Uh, if, you, if you are social distancing, please stay in your seat. And people, please don't go near the people who are social distancing. Just mwah, give them, a, you know, air kisses from afar. All right? All right. Enjoy.
Starting on January the 30th, be sure and stop by the foyer to pick up your contribution statement. If you're like me, you're gathering up all your papers for tax season, we'll have it ready for you on January the 30th. On January the 30th that evening at 6 o'clock p.m., we're having an all praise and worship night. Come out and sing and give praise and glory to our God. Join us as we lift up the Lord together. Because of the increasing demands for childcare, we have jobs available in our daycare. If you are 18 years old or older and can pass a background check, be sure and stop by the office and talk to Tammy Shorter or call 762-2401. On January the 23rd at 9.30, we have a membership class in room 119. This is for everyone who wants to find out what PCA is all about or those who would like to become a member of PCA. On January the 24th at 6.30 p.m., we have a leadership meeting. This meeting is for all leaders here at PCA, as well as the volunteers and workers who help in all the ministries. Be sure and come out and find out all the exciting plans for 2022. Hey, this is Pastor Drake, letting all you parents know that this Sunday, immediately after service, we'll be meeting right here in the cafe, go over some planned events for this year, as well as some plans for Winter Jam. We welcome parents and students. We're gonna have games, free food, we're gonna have a great time. Hope to see y'all there, God bless. To find out more about the slides you just saw, be sure and visit PCAChurch.com. Thank you for coming and welcome home. You found a place to belong, to believe, and to become. Amen. Hope y'all were watching all of that. We want you involved in everything that we do, if you can be. That would be awesome. Today is National Sanctity of Human Life Day, and you probably received one of these flyers, one of these little brochures, and I hope you will read it and uh, really take the time to pray about this, um, this topic January every year is when Christians come together and celebrate that God made humans in his image, and he designated that life is sacred. And God's word speaks of how he forms us in the womb. And before we were born, before the foundation of the world even, he had already had a plan for each of our lives. And so he says life is sacred, and we love that. Uh, we should be aware of uh, pro-life organizations in our area that are working to make a difference. And we happen to have uh, a wonderful organization, Living Hope Pregnancy Center, here in Ponca City. It is a faith-based organization, and it is judgment-free for those who need to use their services. Um, it's also at no cost to the people who come, which means somebody's got to pay those bills, right? So you might be thinking about how you could contribute to help them out. They're also 100% confidential. Uh, Living Hope Pregnancy Center, they um, use biblical principles to help people in many, many ways. Uh, they reach out to individuals who find themselves with an unplanned pregnancy, and they encourage them to choose life for their unborn children, and they have several other things that they do. They provide free pregnancy tests and uh, options counseling, which is very important when someone comes in and doesn't know what they're going to do. I'm pregnant, and I don't know what to do. And it's important because they, they will give you all of the options. They will encourage you to choose life for your baby, but they will also tell you about abortion. And I know it's um, many times when people hear exactly what happens in an abortion, they will choose life. And so those options, counseling, very important. They have several other things they can do. They, can, they have maternity and infant clothing. They do basic parenting classes, healthy pregnancy 
training, and they also do post-abortion counseling, which is also vital. You know, um, there are probably, I know, there have got to be some women in this room who have had an abortion. That's not usually talked about, and it's very, very difficult for women to uh, heal from that. Very, very difficult, but for God getting involved in the healing process. Um, when I was traveling for the Caring People opening uh, care groups for single moms, I met hundreds and hundreds of women. And even many of the women I was training to lead those care groups, some of them had had abortions even like still had not healed from it 30, 40, 50 years later. Some of them chose the abortion. Some of them, their parents chose for them. Um, but it's, it's serious. And so if you are one of those people and you have not healed, you can go to Living Hope Pregnancy Center. They've got some tools and some amazing people who will help you heal. And God wants to help you heal from that. Um, it's important for us to support these, these types of organizations. We need to be praying for our nation and our world that, we, that eyes will be open to the fact that life is sacred and that we should not be doing some of the things we're doing. Um, we also should pray for these organizations that they will continue to make a difference and even a greater difference in the future. We need to pray for the people who find themselves pregnant without planning for that and that they will go to a faith-based place like this. Definitely in Ponca City, you can encourage anyone that you know to go to Living Hope Pregnancy Center and um, they will receive the love of Christ there, and they will hear good information. Um, so let's just, uh, you know, I also want you to pray about whether how you could maybe get involved. I know that they would love financial donations because somebody's paying for all of these things that happen, right? Um, we also probably should get a list of what their needs are. We could maybe have a baby shower and, you know, donate some items to them. And, and I didn't think of that until today. So, but maybe we'll do that. <laughs> so anyway, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you have shown us that life is sacred. And Lord, I just pray that Christians, that as Christians, we will rise up and help open other eyes to the fact that life is sacred. Lord, I pray for our world, our country, uh, our city, Lord, that eyes will be opened and that we will um, follow your word, that we will be biblical and follow your word, Lord. Uh, help Hope Pregnancy Center and all the centers around the world that are doing the same things they are, uh, provide their needs, Lord. And Lord, I pray for the people who find themselves with unplanned pregnancies or the people who have had an abortion and need healing, God, that they will run to you and they will find a place like Living Hope Pregnancy Center and they will find their healing or find the right answers, Lord. I, I love you, Lord, and I thank you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Happy Sunday, PCA. So I want to welcome, if you're new here, we have this little thing in the back of the back of your chairs. It's a VIP card. It's get a little information. We'll get to know you a little bit. We'll send you a card, keep in touch with you. Um, so offering. I, uh, I got a scripture I want to share with you guys. I did. There it is. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9. It's generosity and courage. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that all things and all times 
having all you need, you will abound in every good work. So if God's put it on your heart today, give it. That's all I really want to say about that. But ushers, will you guys come forward, please? If you'll bow with me real quick. Father, I thank you for this time we get to come together, Lord. Father, I thank you that we get to worship you with our mouths, our voices, Father. Father, now we just want to worship you with what you put put in our pockets, Father, because it's you, Father. You are the provider. Father, I pray that whoever gives, Father, that you that you give back, Father, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Father, we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good morning. You made it here through the wind, through all the Omicron things that are going on today. Stand with me. I'm ready for you to hear this word. It is life. It is bread. It is meat. Amen. Take your Bibles and lift them with me. Repeat this after me. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. And thy word is a light unto my path. And thy word will I hide in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Lord, help me every day to read thy word. And Lord, help me every day to live thy word. I love thy word. And dear Lord, help the preacher. Amen. God bless you. Amen. It's a new year. It's a new time to get all of our priorities straight, to get everything in the right order. I love the new year. It gets everything set back the way it should be. Sometimes we veer here and there, and new year brings it back together. It also brings together, I believe, a theme for the year of a church. And the last Sunday was amazing. The power, the presence of God in this place. And, and that began this message for today. The title of my message today is this, God or Chance? Is it God or is it just by chance? Have you ever asked that question in your life? Is this because of God doing something in my life or is this by chance that it's just happening? Because sometimes we can uh, get the two confused. Sometimes we need to figure out, is this God trying to get my attention or is this just chance? Or is this God blessing me or is it just chance? Or maybe is it God chastising me or is it just chance? If you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Samuel chapter 6. Starting the reading at verse 6 and going through 9. Why do you harden your hearts as the Egyptians and Pharaoh did? When Israel's God dealt harshly with them, did they not send the Israelites out so they could go on their way? Remember whenever um, the king Pharaoh there, he had the, the Israelites and all the plagues came in. They hardened their hearts. Finally, he said, get out of here. And the plagues left. He said, whenever God is doing something, you need to pay attention. Now it's to them. Get ready. Get a new cart ready with two cows that have calved and have never been yoked. Hitch the cows to the cart, but take their calves away and pin them up. Take the ark of the Lord and put it in the cart, and in a chest beside it put the gold objects you are sending back to him as a guilt offering. Send it on its way, but keep watching it. If it goes up to its own territory toward Beth Shemesh, then the Lord has brought this great disaster on us. But if not, but if it does not, then we will know that it was not his hand that struck us, but it happened to us by chance. So what's going on here? Well, 
in a, in a war that took place, the Philistines captured the Ark of the Covenant from the people of Israel. The Ark of the Covenant is the presence and the power of God in the Old Testament. And so the Philistines, who are not God-fearing people, brought the Ark into their territory. But something's happened since the Ark is in their possession. Number one, there's been an infestation of rats. I'm talking about everywhere rats. Infestation, a national problem. And the second problem is this. They're beginning to have tumors in their growing areas. Yes, tumors, rats. This is a problem. Now, is this all happening by chance? Or is this God because we have the Ark of the Covenant? Sometimes we need to know what's going on. So they had a plan. Here's the plan they came up with. We're going to get a brand new wooden cart, build it brand new, take two cows that have just had calves, take the calves away from them, pin them up, yoke the two cows together, put them on the cart, put the Ark on the cart, and then in a box beside the Ark, place golden rats and golden tumors and send them on their way. And if they go to Beth Shemesh, that means it was God. If they go toward their calves, it's just by chance. Can you imagine? First of all, taking calves away from their mamas? That's not going to be too easy, is it? And then finding two cows that have never been yoked together? They're going to fight that tooth and toenail. Because if you've ever had your own freedom, you do not want to give it up to be yoked to something else. And then they've got to hook it to a cart. All these things, they've got to know whether it is God or by chance. If it is God, this is something supernatural happening in our midst. If it is chance, this is just happening in the natural Church together today, we can come as a church. We have so many people out because of, of COVID and the flu, but thank God you're here. But when we gather together, we can gather two ways. We can gather supernaturally and allow God's power and presence to be among us. Or we can just gather naturally. We can just do all these things ourselves without God. We can sing without God. Uh, I can talk without God. We can do all of this naturally or we can do it supernaturally. The ark represents the supernatural power of God. Today we need the supernatural power of God in our churches. Today we don't have an ark of the covenant that was Old Testament. Today you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us, do you not know that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit? So today, instead of the ark, we are the carrier, the transportation of the Holy Spirit. He dwells within us. God is in us. God is with us. And today, we either can bring God into this house and have a supernatural event. I can preach and allow the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit to take my weak words and drive them into your hearts and do something that no man can do, or else we can just do it all naturally. You can sit there, you can listen, I can talk, we leave, nothing happened. 
The ark contained three items. It reminded the people of Israel what God had done for them. The ark had three things. Number one, it had a bowl of manna, a pot of manna in it, to show that God is your provider. It had provisions. It had the law of Moses, the Bible, their, their word, the Ten Commandments, the law of Moses was in it, and then Aaron's rod that budded. Remember Aaron's rod, the power that God showed through Aaron's rod? So this ark represented the presence of God, but it also reminded them that God is their provider. They needed the word of God hidden in their lives and the power of God among them in their presence. The guilt offering was put in a box outside the ark. Yeah. So I want you to get that picture. Can you imagine the turmoil of these cows being yoked, put on a cart, an ark, golden rats and tumors put in a box, and let's see what happens. Is it God or is it chance? Verse number 10. So they did this. They took two such cows, hitched them to the cart, pinned up their calves, placed the ark of the Lord on the cart along with the chest containing the gold rats and the models of the tumors. Then the cows went straight up toward Beth Shemesh, keeping on the road and lowing all the way. I love that they put that in there. Lowing all the way. They did not turn to the right or to the left. The rulers of the Philistines followed them as far as the border of Beth Shemesh. They followed the instructions and the cows went straight to Beth Shemesh. The answer. This was not by chance. This was not something in the natural flesh that was just happening to them. This was from God. The rats were from God. The tumors from God. Why? Because God-fearing people did not have the ark. It was people who did not fear God that had the power and the presence of God. If this was a natural occurrence, the cows would have gone toward their calves. But this is a supernatural occurrence. Today, a lot of pastors, a lot of churches are trying to serve God, but they're doing it in the natural They're doing it in the natural. We need the supernatural in our churches more than ever before in 2022. Because the supernatural can do things that no man can see. The supernatural changes us from what we are by chance to the divine destiny of God in our life. I want this church operating in the supernatural more than ever before in 2022. I want salvations and healings and deliverances. I want God's people to get into the powerful presence of God. Amen? Come on. Let's give Him a good praise. But you notice that the cows went straight. Now, if you understand cows, you understand cows do not walk straight. There, there's a term, a matter of fact, there's a town in Texas called Waxahachie, Texas. In, in the Native American, that, lang, that language is Native American, and it means the way a cow walks. If you look in the fields, they, they just wander. 
you can see the, the trail, can't you? And one cow can make a path and all the other cows follow right behind. And they wander. They're, they're not straight, but these cows went straight because there's symbolism in everything in the Word of God. Church, today we've got to hit the straight life in our lives. We can't be wandering over here and wandering over there and we're not really sure of where we're going. We're just following somebody else. We need to get our lives straightened out. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, narrow the road that leads to life. Only a few people find it. That is not preached much today. I'm here preaching it in 2022 because God has parameters. You must receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. There's one door, one road, and it's straight. 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 We've got too many churches wandering off after all kinds of doctrines and winds and waves, the word calls it. We've got to get straight. We've got to walk this road. Look at verse 15. It says this, Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. That means they look like they have the presence of God. But inside of them is not the manna. Inside of them is not the word. Inside of them is not the power. But it's the empty lying of a wolf. You've got to be careful who you're listening to today. Check everything I preach against the Word of God. Make sure it's right. Make sure it's straight. Make sure that I keep the teachings of the Word of God because we need to go straight and we need to get yoked together. Why did they yoke them together? Because in case one cow wants to go this way and one cow wants to go that way, they both keep each other going straight. We've got to get yoked together. Wow. People don't like getting yoked. The cows didn't like it. I have my own freedom. I can go where I want to and do what I want to. Be with my calf. I can do and have life. We've got to get yoked. That means that we don't get to go where we want to go. Do what we want to do. We're yoked. Look at Philippians chapter 3 verse 12. Paul said this. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Paul's saying, listen, there was a day in my life on that road to Damascus, I no longer was living like I wanted to live, going where I wanted to go, doing what I wanted to do, saying what I wanted to say. I got yoked with Jesus Christ. He apprehended me. He yoked me to him. And now I go where he leads me to go. I say what he tells me to say. And I do what he tells me to do. I've been apprehended. I'm yoked together with Christ. Today, church, we can live in the natural. We can. We can do what we want to do, go where we want to go, say what we want to say, have every attitude we want to have, and be in the natural. Or we can live in the supernatural. But if you live in the supernatural, you're going to get yoked to Christ. You're going to get yoked to the Word of God. And guess what? There are times in the Word of God, if you're living supernatural, you do not get to go where you want to go. 
You do not get to do what you want to do. You do not get to say what you want to say. Why? Because you are led by Christ. And he's leading you straight. And you're neither looking right nor left. These cows neither went right nor left. They went straight. That's supernatural. Today it takes the supernatural person not to look to the left or to the right. The Bible tells us that we are to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus Christ, looking neither left nor right, especially not looking back. Supernatural. My footsteps are directed by God. Nothing in my life is by chance. But God directed. So guess what? Today you are not here by chance. Some of you may think, well, we just got to decide to come to PCA today. Some of you may be your first time. Well, it's just by chance picked it out. No, no, no. You're a child of God. If you're yoked with Christ, God has directed every one of your footsteps here, including mine. We don't go where we want to go. Some of you, if you'd have wanted to this morning, you'd have probably stayed in bed. Because it's cold outside. There's been a 150 mile hour wind blowing the last two days. It would have been real easy in the natural just to say, let's just snuggle up today, right? Yeah. In the natural, you can come and sit here and nothing happened. But I believe you're not here by chance. I believe I'm not here by chance. But all of our lives have been God-directed. God has yoked every one of us together in Christ. God has brought us here. Why? Because He's got a mission for us to bring the power and the presence of God to people who do not have the power and presence of God. God is looking for people to bear His presence in their lives, not in the natural because in the natural, we do not like to be told no. Just try it with a child. They're the first ones to tell you no, because that's natural. In the natural, we do not like to have limitations. Well, are you saying as a Christian, I can't do this and I can't do that? That's what the Word of God says. It has limitations on our lifestyles. We do not like boundaries, but to be supernatural. God's Word has no's to certain things in our life. God's Word has limitations on our life. God's Word has boundaries. And today in 2022, more than ever before, I have decided I do not want to be natural anymore in any part of my life. I want to be supernatural. I want the power and presence of God, my God in my life more than I ever have ever in my life. Look at verse number 12. The cows went straight up toward Beth Shemesh, keeping on the road, lowing all the way. They did not turn to the right or to the left. The rulers of the Philistines followed them as far as the border of Beth Shemesh. They went straight, stayed on the road, but they were lowing all the way. Lowing, a lot of noise. We're doing what we've been told to do. We're just going to let you know we don't like it. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us right about here. Woo! They did not like the yoke. They did not like walking straight. <laughs> Lowing. 
Can we in 2022 stop the lowing? Come on. I want, you, I want you to not be lowing right now, but be amening right now. Because we don't like to be told no, so we low. Come on. I got to say that again. That's real good. We don't like to be told no, so we low about it. We're serving God from the outside, not from the inside. We're lowing about coming to church. Ooh. We're lowing about tithing offering, lowing about worship, lowing about preaching, lowing about small groups. We low, low, low. Moo. Oh my goodness. What kind of praise could we offer up if there was no lowing? What if all of a sudden the power of God hits us and we go from lowing to praising and shouting, thanking God and rejoicing for all the blessings in our lives? Hallelujah. Oh, you mean we're through with worship already? I was just getting started. Oh, you mean the preacher's already quit preaching? I wanted him to go another two hours. I'm not lowing. I'm enjoying, man. I'll tell you the difference when you got manna in your ark. When you've got the word of God in your ark. When you've got the power of Aaron's rod in your ark. It changes you from lowing to all of a sudden praising and rejoicing because you remember all the times God provided for you. Hallelujah. How you remember all the times when there was nothing and God brought something in your life. When God helped you pay the bills. When God healed your body, healed your kids. When God made a way when there seemed to be no way. You remember when you walk in, I'm not low and I'm rejoicing because I've got a God who provides, who provides, who provides for me. Hallelujah. I've got a God who is my provider. I've got the word of God that tells me how to live. That tells me how to get straight in my life. That tells me where I should be going and direction in my life. That gets me yoked together with other people so that if I have a thought about going right or left, they keep me going straight. We're accountable to each other. We hold each other up. We encourage each other. And sometimes we go, uh-uh-uh, get back over here. You're yoked to me. We are one. We're no longer in our own freedoms. We're in the freedom of Christ. We have the power of God and the word of God. And we have that God. God goes before me. He fights my battles before I get there. Thank God for his power in my life. Church, if ever before, we need the power and the presence of God in our hearts, in the hearts of our churches, in this nation like never before. Come on, because people, people are starting to think that everything is natural and it's by chance. Oh, it's just by chance that you got that money. It's by chance that you just started feeling better. It's just by chance your marriage got better. Your kids started acting right. It's just by chance. And you go, whoa, no, 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 no. This was not chance. This was the supernatural power of an almighty God in my life. And I want you to have him in your life. He can change the way you live. Because if we don't have the supernatural, guess what? We have the natural. And natural is an infestation of rats and tumors. I'm telling you, those that don't have Christ, they don't know the difference. Well, this is just what happens to everybody, right? No. I am telling you, 
the lives of men and women who have the ark filled with the power of God, their lives are different. They think different. They act different. They respond differently. Their ark is empty without God. And they don't even understand the difference. Is it God or chance? I don't know. Then that verse said this, the rulers followed the cows to the border of Beth Shemesh. When you are yoked to Christ and you have the power and presence of God in your ark, people will follow you. People will watch you. Where are you going? What are you doing? And watch what you say and watch what you do and how you live your life. They will watch you. Even those that are in the natural will watch you. Why? Because they're going, how are they going to react? Natural or supernatural? They will. Are you going to go straight? Or are you veering off to the left and the right? Are you going rejoicing? Or are you lowing? What would you do this weekend? Oh, we went to church. <sighs> Why would you go? It was Sunday. What'd you do? Uh, had to stand up for like 45 minutes singing songs. I don't even know words. I couldn't even do it. And the words were wrong on the screen and the music was this and too loud and too... Uh, standing up and like, come on, let us sit down. What happened after that? We sat down. <laughs> How long? Oh, the preacher went on and on and on. What'd he preach about? I don't know. It's the same thing every week. How much longer we got... How's he going to finish this? What is going to happen? You can do that. Or you can go to work on Monday. What would you do this weekend? Oh, you need to hear. Thank you for asking. Because we got to worship God together with my brothers and sisters. And we were no longer separated. But we were together lifting our praise to God. Woo! And the power of God fell in that house. I want to tell you, did something to me. What did the preacher preach on? Oh, you got to hear this. Rats and tumors. <laughs> what? Is that even in the Bible? They'll watch you. They'll follow you. Look at verse 13. Change the scenery. Scene one, done. Scene two, open. Now the people of Beth Shemesh were harvesting their wheat in the valley... And when they looked up, they saw the ark and they rejoiced at the sight. What? The Philistines were like, we got to get rid of this. It's causing us rats and, and tumors. The very ark that they had to get rid of, the people of Beth Shemesh see the ark and what do they do? Rejoice. The presence of God is coming back to where it belongs. Hallelujah. Praise God. They looked up and they started rejoicing. The ark is coming. The presence of God is coming. He's here. He's here. Tell everybody his power's back among us. Woo! To the one a curse. To the one a blessing. To the one, it's like now we'll be empowered to get this harvest greater in our hands to the other. Glad to get rid of it. I had a pastor years ago call me. I'm not going to tell you what denomination. But he called me and he said, hey, uh, 
you're one of those spirit-filled churches, right? I go, yeah. He says, we got a problem. I said, what's the problem? He said, we got people praying for people and they're getting healed in our church. <laughs> Telling you the truth. And we even had somebody speaking a crazy language. And I don't know what that's all about, but we need to stop this in the tracks. How do you stop it? You see, one church is used to having control over everything in the natural. And they're like, this is the worst thing that could happen to our church. I can't control it. People are praying and I, I'm ready to do this or that. I'm ready to do another one of our Apostle Creed readings. I'm ready to do this or that, a response. Where, and this not happening because they're starting to pray for each other in the service. And, the, and this language, what's going on with this? And I said, brother, you are having what all of us Spirit-filled churches desire. You're having a move of the Holy Spirit. I said, how, he said, how do you stop it? I said, oh, please don't. The Bible says, quench not the Holy Spirit. Quench not. And today we're having a lot of quenching, a lot of stifling, a lot of strangling of the Holy Spirit. And I'm sad to tell you today, I've got friends of mine who attend other Assembly of God churches. And I would say this to our superintendent. And they're coming to me saying, we started going to another church. But the pastor told us straight up, on Sunday mornings, there'll be no messages in tongues and interpretations. On Sunday mornings, none of this or none of that. Those are for other services. That's an assembly of God church. Be careful, you're going to be having natural services. I don't ever want to quench the Holy Spirit in this house. I want us to enjoy the power and the presence of God. I want us to yearn and desire, hey, the presence of God is coming. Rejoice and be glad. Wow. But some don't want the presence because the presence of God will convict you of your sin. It will it will convict you and convince you that you need to get your life straightened out. Some people don't want that. It'll make you live a straight life. Some people don't want that. Well, can't I come to church and wander? Yeah, people have always done it. But they're not yoked to Christ. Well, can't I come to church and still do everything I want to do? Absolutely. But you're not yoked to Christ. Because when you're yoked, there's boundaries, there's limitations. There's the word no sometimes. This is not popular preaching, but it is truthful preaching. People want God's provision, God's direction, and God's power. They want the supernatural, but to live it in the natural. Now here's what happens. These cows were taken from their calves. They were yoked, put on the cart. They went to Beth Shemesh. When they get there... You know what happened? The people of Beth Shemesh disassembled the wooden cart, used the wooden cart to build a fire, and they sacrificed the cows to God. What? Poor cows? Yeah. That doesn't quite seem fair. 
they brought the presence of God back to their people, why weren't they put into a lovely green pasture to live out the rest of their lives? Because it tells you and me today, we are all dispensable. We are simply the carriers of the Holy Spirit. We are not to be applauded. We are not to be put up on pedestal because you know what? When we are completed with our mission, we're sacrificial to God. Our job is simply to bring the presence of God, the ark, with us. But when the mission is complete, I'm only a sacrifice. I'm dispensable just like you. Think of all the great people that have gone before us who've preached the word, sang the word, taught the word. Why didn't they live forever here? Because they became a sacrifice. A sacrifice. Today we are to be sacrificial in our lives. Look at Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2. Therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Our job, get yoked with Christ. Our job, bring the presence of God wherever we go. Our job... Present our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable and pleasing unto God. For this is just your reasonable act of service. This is not asking us to do anything unreasonable. It's asking us to do something that is very reasonable to a person who is yoked with Christ. Paul said, I no longer live on that road to Damascus. My old life, it died. I am now a new creature in Christ. Before, I was persecuting the saints. And now, I'm preaching to the saints. Before, my road was crooked all over the place. Now, my road is straight. I've been beaten. I've been shipwrecked. I've been left for dead. And I count it all joy. Because I'm bringing the presence of God to people who need the presence of God. Paul, aren't you worried? Because when he penned these words, he was not that far off from being slaughtered, beheaded on the Appian Way. Paul said before he left that morning, he said, I am now being offered up as a drink offering to God. I fought a good fight, I've kept the faith, I've finished my course. And I'm going to have a crown of righteousness. The righteous judge, the Lord's going to give it to me but he's not only going to give it to me, he's going to give it to everybody who stays strong and finishes. Yeah. The cows finished their mission. They went straight. They transported the presence of God and they sacrificed their lives for it. That's what God asked of us today. Well, pastor, that's, yeah, I'm not living the way I want to live in the flesh. I'm not saying what I want to say in the flesh. Because if I was in the flesh when I got to that point about lowing, I'd still be there. I'd still be preaching on lowing. 
But the Holy Spirit says, move on, Pastor. In the flesh, but in the supernatural. I realize I've got to handle the power and the presence of God carefully. Just a little bit later on, read the word. They were transporting the ark and it began to stumble and fall. And two men reached out to make sure it didn't fall. And when they touched the ark, God struck them dead. Well, weren't they doing a good thing? No, they were doing something they were told not to do. Do not touch this ark. No man can touch the ark. Even the priest, they carried it with handles not to touch the ark. Sometimes you may think, oh, I'm doing a good thing, but no, you've been told not to do that. And you've got to make sure you handle the presence of God carefully. Psalm 105.15 says this, Do not touch my anointed ones, do my prophets no harm. We've got to be careful how we handle the presence of God. We've got to embrace it and bring it into our lives. If not, the word can become death to us. Because we do what we're not supposed to do. I know this is not one of those, Pastor, you're making me feel good today, sermons. But this is one of those sermons that I believe will give direction to this church for the year 2022. Give direction to every one of us. Says, you know what? I need to get back yoked tighter. I need to read the word every day. I need to pray every day. I need to bring my tithe into the storehouse. I need to serve God. I need to start telling somebody else about what God has done in my life. I want the power of God like never before in my ark. I want people to watch me. I want people to follow me. I want people, I want to be able to say like Paul said, follow me as long as I follow Christ. I want people walking in my footsteps because I'm leading them to Christ. I'm walking the straight and narrow path with my eyes fixed on Him. Stand with me today, church. I believe, I've heard this said my whole life and so have many generations before me, but I do believe in the word of God that is true, that Jesus is coming soon. And he's coming for a church, he's coming for a people who when they look up and see the power of God coming toward them, they rejoice. They rejoice. Is your life today just happening by chance? Or is it God directing you where you are going? Is it chance or is it God? Are you doing church on the outside, in the natural? Or are you the church on the inside, supernatural? We cannot have this I don't know. We've got to find out, God or chance. Are the things happening in your life because you're serving God and the enemy's trying to take you down? Or are the things in your life happening because you just make dumb decisions? Yeah. I believe with all my heart we need to know the difference between the natural and the supernatural.
And I believe today God can speak into every heart individually. Do you have the power of God in your ark? The anointing of the Holy Spirit that breaks strongholds, tears down barriers? Do you have that power? Do you have a God in your life that provides for you and you realize that everything you have is a gift from God? Or do you think, no, I earned it, I bought it myself, this is what I did. Do you have the Word hidden in your heart? And if you go to go to the left or the right, the Word of God says no. There's limitations, there's boundaries. No, go straight. This is what God is asking every one of us today. I went through the same introspection in my heart as I'm asking you to go through. As a pastor, do I have the word of God in my life directing me? As a pastor, do I have the power and the anointing of God in my life? As a pastor, do I understand how God provides for me? Am I walking straight? Am I fixed on Jesus Christ? And if people are watching me, what do they see? What do they see? So today I asked God, I said, God, how do you want me to wrap this up? He said, I'll take care of that, Pastor. I said, good. He said, you preach the word, I'll take care of the response. And so today, I believe that God is going to show you, you're going to know in your life if everything's right or if there's some things that in January of 2022, I got to get right. And if there's something to get right, I believe the Holy Spirit's going to encourage you, convince you to get that right today, right now. If you've gotten caught up in the natural, it's time to get back to the supernatural. If you're doing a lot of lowing, it's time to start rejoicing. It's time to bear the presence of God to a nation that needs Jesus Christ. It's a time to bear the presence of God to people in your life who are dying and going to hell and you're their only hope. And they're watching. And so today I open up these altars. I would truly, truly want every person in this house to take a few minutes and come to the front of this place up here. The reason why I believe we need to, sometimes we need to get out and just take a step and say, I, I'm getting out, I'm going out. Every step, I want more of you, God. I want more of you. I desire you more in my life than ever before. And it shows that, I, hey, I'm surrendered. I'm a living sacrifice. Because sometimes we get to where it's our will, not God's. I've made a few of those dumb decisions in my life, and God has, God has taught me how not to do that, hopefully. Boy, I hope I've learned those lessons. But surrender, sacrifice. I think it's time for us to get ourselves back on the altar again and let God work in us for just a minute. So would you do that, church? I want to invite everyone to come down, find a place somewhere, stand, kneel, whatever you want to do. 
I would like everybody in this house to come and just spend a few moments. They're going to sing some songs. I've been praying, God, Holy Spirit, do what no man can do in the hearts and lives of people in this church. God, in every heart today, do something. Grab them, touch them, talk to them for just a moment. Would you do that with us? Come on, it won't take long. It won't take but just a minute. Just come and let's find a place around this front right here. Caught up in your I'm presence. Caught up in your presence. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, today, today we're not having anybody pray over everybody. We're not, we're not praying for each other. But each person is coming into your presence saying, God, I surrender. Hallelujah. God, what, what are you wanting to do in my life in 2022? Hallelujah. God, I surrender my life. We sure hope you were blessed by Pastor Bardwell's message. Join us anytime at pcachurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.